this is, well, I don't need to, you could say, who are you, why are you in my apartment, and uh, what would you like? I am, well, hi everybody, my name is Joseph Francis, I am in Jordan's apartment because, um, you know, it's a good space, it's a, <laughs> it's a nice space, I'm comfortable, it's a nice little couch area, um, and we are... Uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be part of the status coop. Uh, no, they're, already calling you the ba- they're already calling you the bouncer. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm here. To, I'm gonna also my side job is gonna be to protect him when he's interviewing people and to make sure that nobody comes does harm to this man because he's got some really great things to say and we want to keep going and we want to keep making sure that status quo goes up and up and up. That's the goal. So um, I'm loving one of the things I've seen so far is that. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, whoa, whoa. I should have said this is our new camera person. I think we're going to call him a uh, video director because uh, he's not going to just be doing camera. We're talking camera, editing, graphics, a little bit of marketing, a little bit of everything. So uh, uh, he's replacing Ty, who I just explained, still a friend of the coup. He decided to work on some other things uh, outside of the coup. Um, and yeah, much love for him. He's still uh, hang- living in my apartment. He'll be back on, I'm sure, in-, in the very near future. So unfortunately, I don't have drama or anything scandalous to tell you. He was just working on, he, you know, he's a documentary filmmaker. So he wanted to work on some other things. And uh, we basically need someone a little bit more, uh, uh, a little bit, uh, a lot more of the time than he could have done. So that's all. Uh, so Joseph, uh, I interviewed a bunch of people uh, and... I like his attitude. I also, he's got a lot of experience on tech things. As you know, I don't have any experience on, <laughs> on uh, tech things. Most and of I, us don't. Uh, and, I, and I also, uh, I don't want to know anything about tech. Yeah. So um, Joseph, this, today is basically his first day. So we, he's basically been getting a flow of what exactly this is and how I do things, which is basically very slapdash. He could tell you how busy I am because he's seeing me on the phone all day with different people. All but um, tell people a, a little bit like what stood out about status quo that you wanted to uh, join and uh, a little bit about your background. Absolutely. So uh, one of the things about status quo that I love is that we are – and I love saying we. That's actually a really good thing. We are... I gotta, I gotta get a booster seat. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, that's perfect. And one of the things I love about it is that we are in the middle of... I feel like it's a revolution. I feel like what's happening is reporting on things that other networks are not, making sure that we're telling the truth, and making sure that we're cutting through the BS. I mean, who wants to be fed BS? I don't, truthfully. Um, and one of the things is this man is super authentic and I loved that and working with Jen and hearing her talk, it's a passion, it's an authenticity that I don't think you're going to find anywhere else. Um, and for me, I've been in film production for many years, I'd say about 10 years. And one of the things I always wanted to do is do politics. I love politics. I have my strong opinionated views and I, and I am, I love debate. I love hearing people's feedback. I love people telling me what they think. Um, and you know, I told, spoke to Jordan about my beliefs and he, he has warned me. He's like, can I tell him that what you said? He has duly warned me that I'm probably going to get reamed a bit by the audience. I love it. I love having the audience come and telling me what they think and a healthy, honest debate, because I think that is where we want to get to progressively. That's where we get in, in progress. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I want to, I'm going to play this Warren video one more time and I want you to look at the most recent. She says last night that we have a framework. We have a framework for Medicare for All. 
Uh, and this on top of the, the other thing she said, oh, we have a runway to get to Medicare for all. Oh, a framework. Oh, let's just get everybody to the table, you know, because that's been the problem. You know, if those greedy, greedy pharmaceutical executives could just come to the table, if those, uh, you know, wonderful, wonderful medical uh, manager, medical management companies could just get to the table, hospital providers could just come to the table. If we all just have hot tea and just talk about it, everything will be wonderful. Bottom line, Elizabeth Warren is punking America. She's not seriously for Medicare for all. Maybe her voter base, because she is rising in the polls, we can't deny that, maybe her voter base doesn't care. Because it doesn't seem to me, even though she says, I have a plan on the most important issue, healthcare is the most important issue, not just to progressives, but to those polled. If you look at the polls, the number one issue, healthcare, uh, followed by the economy and climate change is rising too. She doesn't seem to have an actual plan for this because her, the, what she talks about and how she talks about Medicare for all changes depending on the weather, what camera is in front of her, which network she's at. She is basically trying her best to eat her cake and have it too. To say, I'm with Bernie, but we got other options. You know, it's basically giving yourself plausible deniability that if you become the nominee, oh, no, I never said I was only for Medicare for all. That's just that's just the promised land. That's what we want to get to. This is what every faux aggressive, faux aggressive. This is what every faux aggressive has been saying since the since the dawn of time. This is frankly what Obama promised. The election is not over, even though the corporate media wants to declare Bernie Sanders campaign dead. Even though I literally showed you earlier this week, them CNN has, is already calling on Bernie Sanders to drop out. I do not think it's over. What I do think, Bernie Sanders, I don't want to see him aggressively go after Elizabeth Warren because I think that could backfire. But he needs to basically call her out and say, you know, I, I can't keep up. I cannot keep up uh, with what you're for. Or, or uh, are you actually for a single play- payer plan? Because you keep basically talking out of seven sides out of your mouth about Medicare for all. And the reason she's doing that is clear. She wants to basically soothe former people who were for Bernie in 2016 and make her a choice for them, that they'll come over to her because whatever, they think Bernie's too old or they think Bernie's time has passed or whatever. Not true blue burners. And I know some of those. But she also wants to kind of soothe the establishment because in politics, there's something called a wink and a nod. I gotta say what I gotta say right now to get elected, but don't you worry, I'll play ball. Wink, wink, I'll play ball. Don't you worry about what I'm saying now, I will be a team player, I'll play ball. I'll say we couldn't get Medicare for all done, there wasn't the votes, so then we'll end up with some private version of a public option. That's what's gonna happen. If you get Elizabeth Warren, you want to know how I know? What we're all looking for is the lowest cost way to make sure everybody gets covered. And some folks are talking about, let's start lowering the age. Maybe bring it down to 60, 55, 50. That helps cover people who are most at risk and can be helpful, for example, to the labor's plans. Some people say, do it the other way. Let's bring it up from uh, everybody under 30 gets covered by Medicare. Others say, let employers be able to buy into the Medicare plans. Others say, let's let employees buy into the Medicare plans. For me, what's key 
is we get everybody at the table on this, that labor's at the table, that people who have to buy on their own, everybody comes to the table together, and we figure out how to do Medicare for All in a way that makes sure that we get 100% coverage in this country at the lowest possible cost for everyone. So you are a co-sponsor of Senator Bernie yep. Sanders' Medicare for, for All bill. And I understand there are a lot of different paths to universal coverage. But, yep. but his bill that you've co-sponsored would essentially eliminate private insurance. Is that something you could support? He's got to run away for that. I think we get everybody together. And that's what it is. We'll decide. Um, I've also co-sponsored other bills, including expanding Medicaid is another approach that we use. So theoretically, though, there could be a, a role for private insurance companies could, under President or there Warren. Could be a, there could be a temporary role. Right now, what we've got in Medicare for All is a framework, and it doesn't have the details, and you're right to be asked. And part three, we got to keep moving us to a place where everybody is covered at the lowest possible cost. And there are a lot of different ways to get there. Medicare for All has a lot of different paths for how we get there. But ultimately, it's about making sure that we all adhere to the basic principle. Healthcare is a basic human right. It is our collective responsibility to make sure everybody gets coverage at the lowest possible cost. And Medicare... So, we have a runway. We have a framework. We got to get everybody to the table. A lot of different options. How does that sound for achieving the most uphill, up, uphill of policies that progressives have been trying to achieve since the Great Society era? How does that sound as your person who's going to fight for Medicare for all? And for those in the audience and those around the Twitter's sphere and my loving, loving girlfriend who say, Jordan, and I love my girlfriend, but she's wrong on this. Jordan, you got to be practical. Medicare for all is never going to happen. You got to work with the Democrats. You got to work with the Republicans. Blah, 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 blah. And she's giving herself a little wiggle room. You can't be a, um, what do they call that? A zealot. To that, I say Medicare for all polls at between 60 and 80 percent depending on the poll. Medicare for all has overwhelming majority support in America. So why is it that the corporate democratic establishment talks out of two sides of its breath? They, they condemn the Republicans. 90% of Americans want tighter background checks on guns, which is true, and we should have way tighter background checks on guns. Why is it that for the, when, when the number is about guns, which pretty much everyone agrees with that. The banks, the Wall Street banks are okay with tighter gun control. You know, no, no the special interests are kind of okay with that. So when it's 90%, it's a moral imperative. We got to do this. But when 70% want Medicare for all, we just can't get it done. And Elizabeth Warren goes up there. Maybe it's because she's going around the country having hot tea with the leaders of the Democratic establishment. Maybe it's because she's on the phone with Hillary Clinton, which recently came out being reported I don't know I don't know and a lot of you don't like it when I tell you what I honestly think I, I don't think she's as bad as Hillary Clinton I know there's others that are basically painting her as Lucifer I, I don't think she's I don't think she's as bad as Clinton Biden Harris but that doesn't mean this is acceptable 
Forget progressive or conservative. Just look at the numbers. Healthcare in the midterm elections, 41% of those voters in the midterm elections, healthcare was the top issue. 70% currently polled Medicare for all. They want Medicare for all. I'm about to tell you there are more stories coming out. I'll just give you the headline. Just give you the headline in the New York Times. Employer health insurance is increasingly unaffordable, new study says. So I don't know. Elizabeth Warren, she's got a plan for everything, right? Even though most of them are recycled Bernie Sanders plans. You know, oh, Elizabeth Warren headlines that, oh, Bernie borrowing a page from Warren uh, issues a wealth tax. Bernie Sanders was proposing a wealth tax when Elizabeth Warren was still a Republican. Sorry. Bernie Sanders proposed a wealth tax in 2014 and 2017. So who's borrowing from who? Joseph, this is your inaugural moment. Yeah. What, what are your yeah. thoughts here? So, you know, one of the things that I'm, I'm I, obviously the Medicare for all thing has been something that, as you said, polls very highly. And there's so many things that people want. People want Medicare. People want to be healthy. People want to make sure that they go to the doctor and they're not getting charged crazy amounts and empty out their bank accounts just to stay alive. Like, who wants to do that, right? And I've actually been, a personal story, I've actually been in a situation where maybe about five years ago, I was unemployed. And one of the things is that I remember not having medical insurance, having a back problem, once again, get well tied, because I remember that back problem. It sucked. And I couldn't go to the doctor. I couldn't go and and I didn't want to go to the doctor. So I did the home remedies back and, you know, massage, muscle rubs and everything. And finally had to go to the doctor, $1,000 that I didn't have at the time. Medicare for all, it's a nice idea. And here's the thing that I might get reamed on. The one concern that I have when Bernie Sanders talks about it and when Elizabeth Warren flip-flops, because honestly, she's flip-flopping. And for me as a candidate, that makes me yellow alert, yellow flag. Why are you saying one thing one minute and the next thing the next minute? Is it because somebody changed your mind? And if somebody changed your mind, we would. I'd like to know your thought process. It's okay to change your mind, but I want to know where that changing of the mind comes from. And then now I'm going to ask even further, what are the details of your plan? Because you're saying one minute, one thing, the next minute, the next thing. And the thing about the one thing that I cause for pause with the Medicare for all is how much is it going to cost and who is paying for it? Because we all pay taxes. We all do things that, you know, this is the, unfortunately taxes are a part of our life. And what happens if we go from paying 35, 38% to 60% taxes because there's a $55 trillion bill that comes along with this. And my thing is, I'm open for the, once again, open-minded, open for the Medicare for all. One, I wanna know how much it's gonna cost. And two, I want a candidate to say something and stick to it. And right now in those videos, she didn't stick to it. There's three separate videos where she flip-flops and does this, Elizabeth Warren, is a is i don't think she's like you i don't think she's as bad as hillary clinton i think hillary clinton is the most democratic republican ever and yeah, joe biden's got, got it, they're up there they're like right there um um but the thing is is that i do wonder and i say to myself constantly like you know are any of you gonna stick say something and stick to your beliefs and what you want to do and not like just turn tail and run the minute somebody's your polling numbers aren't looking good and somebody's saying no that's horrible like when is that gonna happen are you gonna take a stand so that's 
definitely my position. So part of what I uh, part of why I hired Joseph, uh, he's got a lot of technical experience too, which is important. <laughs> was I think it would be appealing to have kind of the edumacation <laughs> live on air of yeah. uh, he's not like neoliberal establishment. He's just buys into like the MSNBC talking points. So we're going to educate him. Yes, please. I'm going to educate him live on the air. So first of all, it's so cute that you think people, politicians actually like genuinely evolve. None of them Or, or change oh their minds. Because yeah. you said it's fine to change your mind. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, none of them change their mind <laughs> like ever yes. based on, you know, come to Jesus. Yes, true. Very rarely. I usually, believe Usually I, it's yeah. the donors, this and that. So that's yeah. number one. Yep. Number two, number two, um, the whole who you how's how you going to pay for it this is it's not just a republican talking point it's an insurance industry talking point so let me explain how it works in yeah. every country yes please here. do please do so right now you have a tax yeah you already have taxes on healthcare you know what those taxes are uh that would be medicare and uh no. and so copays copays deductibles yes. deductibles yes. oh god coinsurance which they cloud in that that vernacular that nobody right, right. understands so that's ever. a that's a tax uh, yeah so yeah. you also more and more because there's no price controls on healthcare because all of these politicians are bought off yeah. by big pharma and this and that. What you have is people are having to pay more and more out of their paycheck for their healthcare. Yeah. And every yeah. single year, Janu like, I'm rushing to do everything I need to do because January 1st, the deductible resets and you yeah. gotta pay just, even on Obamacare, affordable, yeah. you gotta pay in some cases two, three thousand dollar deductibles. I remember that, I remember so that. you already have a yeah. significant tax and that tax is not for the actual service. That tax, that coinsurance, copays, that's just going into the CEO of Pfizer and all these, their Which pockets. Which is horrible. And that's, right. and that's the thing that I, I genuinely believe that, and I don't know if this is possible, and this is something that I've genuinely been for a long time, but when you, in, it is an inherent conflict of interest when you have big company, pharmaceutical companies that are, are involved in our medical insurance. Like, so you're telling me that they're going to want us to get healthy. If we all get healthy, they don't make money. I mean, right. that's just common sense. So right. I, I definitely, private companies should not be anywhere near medical insurance. So the bottom line is yeah. what Bernie Sanders, and it's not just Bernie Sanders, we're talking healthcare experts, National Nurses uh, Union, yeah. uh, many doctors support Medicare for all. They're saying, like every other country, you pay a little bit more in taxes, not... 60 percent that's no no, no. That, that was yeah, a, that was yeah. extremities yeah you, you, extremities. you pay a little bit more in taxes but guess what that bump in your taxes mm -hmm. all this other stuff disappears copays deductibles coinsurance uh hidden costs bills after a surgery and the amount you save from those costs going away are much greater than this modest tax increase so in fact, what you're getting, and frankly, I've said this, I don't think Bernie Sanders really explains it well. Yeah. I, think his I think his campaign manager explains it better than Bernie. Hmm. You're not just, he says the American people end up with a better deal. No, you're getting a tax cut with hmm. Medicare for all. Because let's say, and I, I've used this example and we could get a whiteboard or I might make you make a graphic. Yeah. On one <laughs> yeah. hand, Infographic. on one hand, yeah. okay, let's say you pay, 50, the average family right now is paying $23,000 a year mm -hmm. on healthcare for okay. a family of four, I think it is. Yeah. You got $23,000. Let's say your taxes go up per year, 10 to $12,000. Okay. Which, which is less 
ten thousand or I'm gonna pay the ten thousand. Right, right, right. That's gonna be better. So yeah. the reason and this every other country has this. Yeah, every I, other know, country. I know. And that's the thing. I know people who are from Canada, I know people who live in I believe Germany has something similar to it, and they're doing pretty okay. I've I've go, I went to Munich a few years ago, and it was a, a a country that you didn't get like people were not stressed about healthcare and th- basic little issues that they had more complicated problems. They're also third or fourth best economic country in the world, so they're doing something right. But also, oh. there's a different argument for it. Yeah. And uh, Elizabeth Warren could say all she wants: healthcare is a right, healthcare is a right. Mm-hmm. But she's not talking like it's a right because she's talking out of ten sides of her, two sides of her mouth, uh, where there's options and there's this, this, this. And this is why, many reasons I don't like Joe Biden, yeah. why Joe Biden is intolerable to me. We as a society have been programmed and brainwashed, the majority of voters, that you should have to pay for health care. Health care in most countries is not viewed as a commodity. It's yeah. viewed as a basic That's part right. yeah. of yeah. what your government does for you. Yep. So... In other countries, just because you have universal health care, there are some costs associated. Like yeah. Bernie's Medicare for All plan, you still would have to pay for some uh, medis- medications, but it's capped at $200 a year. Yeah. All these other, like B- Biden is talking about the right to affordable health care. Well, what's affordable to one person is bankruptcy for another. So there, we, the, the, Bernie Sanders what has been revolutionary about him, he's changed the discussion away from the dollars and cents and more about the morality. Healthcare, neither sh- nor should education, be a commodity. I don't think Elizabeth Warren is Hillary Clinton, but why do you think she's talking out of two sides out of her mouth? Maybe it has to do with going around the country, the New York Times reported of this, basically greasing the wheels of superdelegates, trying to get them to endorse her, and if it went to a second ballot at the convention, getting them to put her over the top as the nominee. Maybe it has something to do. She's trying to get an endorsement, wait for it, from Hillary Clinton. Yeah. The, the person who said, Medicare for all will never ever come to pass. Bottom line, Elizabeth Warren is doing this because Elizabeth Warren's strategy to become the president or become the nominee is twofold. Pretend that I'm just as progressive as Bernie, which she's not. She's just not. And wink, wink, nod to the donors. That's why this article that I saw today that everybody's going crazy about online is laughable to me. Wall Street Democratic donors warn the party, we'll sit out or back Trump if you nominate Elizabeth Warren. Do you notice that this version, this type of story has come out in six or seven different places? Wall Street hates Warren, this and that. This is called in the business, this is called in the business, in the media business, PR dumps. Mm. This is Elizabeth Warren's campaign I've heard that feeding feeding before. to the media oh, yeah. that Wall Street hates her, yeah. that she's just as much of a threat to Wall Street as Bernie Sanders. So she has the best of world, best best of both worlds. She could go around the country and have hot toddies with the Democratic Party establishment's leaders. She could do phone calls and text messages with Hillary Clinton, and she could get press that Wall Street is so scared of her. So she gets to be attractive to all the everybody in America the the actual progressives she gets to be attractive to the establishment she gets to be attractive to Hillary Clinton and Hillbots she gets to be attractive to older democrats that are like looking at Biden like I don't know if he's well let me go over to Warren and she's attractive to everyone who's jumping off the Kamala Harris ship so she's basically what what this is called is being what do they what, what is with uh when you play with Plato 
Play-Doh? Play-Doh. Um, mushy? Mushy. She's like squishing it together. She's Flexible. Flexible, yeah. Flexible. Yeah. yeah. And it reminds me of somebody, and I might, I might pop your existing um, worldview. Yeah. Reminds me a lot about Barack Obama in 2007 and 2008. Yes. And it would see, and this may not be popular, what I'm about to say with the oh. audience, so I'm going to say it because I, can't, I don't know how else to be blunt. But let's play devil, devil's advocate for a second. It does sound like Obama. But what happened there? He won. And he was president for two terms. So, and and what I what yeah, I want to say is that's that it, great. We got a Republican health care plan. I know, and it, and it's horrible. And for the people, for the masses of people, it's horrible. But we're talking about why we're talking about Elizabeth Warren doing this. She's doing it because she's saying this is the best formula to win. And she's doing it because she sees that there is vulnerability with Joe Biden. There's vulnerability with Kamala Harris. Bernie Sanders, as great as he is, as, as as many great ideas as she has, she's like, well, I've stood by him before. So at the end of what? the day, she stood by him. No, she, she stood, did not. She stood by him more than any other person. However, were you sleeping that, in 2016? No, I was not in 2016. I'm talking about recently. I'm talking about in recent history. She has stood by him not total. She's flip flops. One minute she says, "I'm I, I everything Bernie says is fantastic." The next minute she says, not really. Let me know? tell you something, okay? So, you know American yeah. history, Battle of Bunker Hill? Yes. Okay, the Battle <laughs> yes. of Bunker Hill? Yes. Revolutionary War? Yes. The 2016 primary, and I, I used to battle with my old colleague at TYT, Emma, on this. We debated Warren. Mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders versus Hillary Clinton was the Battle of Bunker Hill yes, for the progressive movement. Absolutely. Okay? I agree. This was the closest sniff we had to the White House, maybe since McGovern, and Elizabeth Warren decided to sit that one out. She yes. didn't endorse Bernie Sanders. She didn't endorse so Bernie Sanders. I don't want to hear a damn thing but, that well, she's and always that, And stood. that was the point where she should have stuck by him the most, and she didn't. But there's so many times where she's, like, the, uh, in the, I think it was the first or second debate. She walks out. She gives him an embrace. She gives him a hug. And, and she did that to nobody else. Like, everybody else just shook a hand. And that's the point of Elizabeth Warren. That's the point of this entire discussion about her. In my view, it's her psychology. She's going to do whatever it takes to win because she's a little bit cutthroat. And I see that, and that's exactly what Hillary Clinton was. And that doesn't mean she's going to win, but it's maybe that's her mentality. Why what you're saying is fine. Yes, if you actually care about somebody's integrity, I got a problem with that because I I then, if you, first of all, if she becomes a nominee, I think there's, even though Trump, and I haven't even gotten to Trump, (laughs) even though Trump is not looking so hot right now. Hey, that public option is going to have a mix of public and private. And before you know it, you have Obamacare 2.0 and 3.0. You know, the planet is burning. Is she, you know, her plan doesn't go anywhere near Bernie Sanders' plan. I mean, she talks about breaking up Amazon, breaking up uh, Google, breaking up Ovi's company, which I think is great. I actually wanted Bernie to go that step. Well, you think think she's going to do that if when she's saying she's going to take all the all in the I don't know if you know this. She said in the primary, bad. I'm not taking big money. I'm not doing big money fundraisers. In the general, check yeah. check. Yeah. You think she's gonna break up Google and Silicon Valley no. while taking their checks in the general no. election? Absolutely. No, not. no, 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 no. Absolutely so not. I don't trust her. Now, where I get in trouble with the audience, there are some on the progressive area who say, hell no, I'm not voting if it's her. Blah 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 blah. Listen, you do what you want. I don't tell my audience how to vote, 
And if she were the nominee, even if I vote for her, I'm not going to just like close my eyes. I'm going to cover her critically because that's my job. I'm not going to just like not cover her critically like my old stomping grounds just decided Hillary Clinton's fine. I'm going to go. We're going to push go against Donald Trump. No, even if I personally vote for her, I will cover it the way I cover it now. With that said, I don't like I don't think we really have a choice between Bernie or Buss. There might not be another there might not be a planet in four years if Donald Trump gets another four years. hundred percent. Like I, I personally think to, to for me the top two issues are healthcare and climate. It's always been the top two issues for me. When I look at water contamination, the pipeline fights, uh, mining, you you name it, drought. Um, extreme weather, hurricanes, this and that. I would rather battle as a progressive Elizabeth Warren as president than have to worry if Donald Trump is reelected. Is what the United Nations said even wrong? Could 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 the irreversible damage be six years from now, seven years from now? Because they said twelve, but that was before this Brazil guy started yeah. burning the Amazon. Yeah, I think it's been moved up to eight years. So I personally, yeah. I personally don't think we have the option to, you know, because by the way, if Donald Trump gets another four years and the, the the environmental damage that happens is so bad that it's irreversible, there is no progressive movement. There's no anything. Yeah. So we'll get to that later. I personally don't think she's going to win the nomination. As I said earlier in the live stream, I personally, if she's going to get a huge momentum burst to the point where she's the front runner, I'd rather ha- it happen now than right before Iowa, because if it happens now, there's only one way to go, one one place to go. That's back down. And if she's the front runner, she's actually going to be challenged. Yeah. So that's what I would prefer. But I think Bernie, I'm amending what I said because I said he shouldn't attack her. I don't want to see him attack her, but I do think in the next debate he needs to clearly point out that there are some significant differences Distinguish here. Distinguish himself. Number one, yeah. he needs to point out you cannot change a system if you take that system's money. My colleague over here said, I'm not going to take the money during the primary. I will take their money during the general. You know, corruption doesn't have a a calendar on and off switch. You're you're either taking their money or you're not. And I personally, I personally would rather see Bernie Sanders as the nominee and lose doing it the right way than him start taking all his money and going against who he's always been and win. Because if you start making those little trade-offs as a nominee, well, you know, I got to win, so I'm going to take that money from Goldman. I'm going to take that money from Pfizer. This is like the mafia. You don't get to take their money and then do something for them. You don't get to, like, spurn them and turn your backs on them later. If you do, you're out. Ask, ask John F. Kennedy. There is one thing I wanted to say. I'm seeing in the chat that a lot of people are saying that they wouldn't vote for Warren under any circumstances. Well, to be clear, yeah, I, may, I have a policy. Yeah, I say to my audience, do what you want. I'm exactly. Not, I'm not telling you. Always what to do. do what you want. I just a little bit of history, and this is one thing that I think. I think that, um, and this is a funny part of 2016. But 2016 was not funny to me. The only part was that we genuinely had that episode of South Park where it was the choice between a douche and a turd. That's <laughs> literally what it was. And unfortunately, Trump was the worst. Hillary was slightly behind her, but she was the better option in that situation. Because look at what we had. Um, I just caution people that it has to be anybody but Trump. And that's that me personally, I just want anybody but Trump at this point. It sounds a little desperate, I know. But as you said earlier, if we elect Trump where he's not worried about being reelected, I'm really worried about what he's going to do, what he's going to say. Like this man is, is so corrupt well, and so bad 
and and for on climate change and on national security on just just so many things it really worries <laughs> somebody me. somebody said fire this fucking guy i know i, I, I know t- i told you, you i know and i am and I, but my point is is that whoever wins the nomination i just want to see everybody get behind that person hopefully it's the right person i believe so, bernie sanders is the right person but hopefully if it is that if it is whoever it is I don't want to see Trump. I don't. So I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not going that far. I get it. There's certain people it. I'm not get, voting for. Fair but enough, fair but enough. what I'm what I'm saying is this. I think that what what people in the media don't understand, mm-hmm. polls could show what they show. Right? Trump, Hillary in the polls was going to crush Trump on election day. Yeah. Polls showed Donald Trump was not even going to be a competitor for the Republican nomination. So the polls right now are showing certain. I'm not a polling truther. For the, for the most part, the polls are somewhat accurate. There's some polls that are, are a joke. Right now, there's a New Hampshire poll that has Elizabeth Warren in first, Biden in second, and Bernie at a distant third. They don't mention on CNN that 70% of those that they polled were over the age of 50. Yep. No shit, Bernie Sanders <laughs> is, in, is in a distant third. Yeah. But that's how a narrative gets formed, that yeah. Bernie is so, he's lost the mojo and he's done and this, that, and the other thing, when they're only polling people at senior citizen homes. No offense to, to older people. So the bottom line is why I think Bernie needs to draw a distinction. I don't want him to see, I don't want to see him uh, dropping elbows on her. I don't want to see him yelling. None of that, because it will backfire. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is, you have to be careful as an older white dude how you come across talking to a, a female candidate, 100%, 100%. and you and you should. Yeah. But he needs to point out, uh, with a, with all due respect to my friend here who has a lot of plans. I don't know what your plan is on Medicare because you've said many different things. You say we have options. You say there's a framework. You say this. And as Bernie Sanders, after Elizabeth Warren's latest, where she said, there's a framework, there's a, we have a framework to Medicare for all. Well, this is what Bernie Sanders' senior advisor said to that. Medicare for all isn't a framework. It's a 100-page bill. There have been two white papers released on how to finance it and a 200-page study from University of Massachusetts showing our financing options more than cover the expense while costing middle-class families 14% less than the current system. And that, and honestly, that's what I want to see more of. I want to see well, more. Don't blame, of like, no, 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 no. don't blame Bernie Sanders. <laughs> no, it's not. No. Blame the media. Yes, the media and, exactly, because the media doesn't cover it, and that's why we need a there coup. We go. A yeah, coup. Exactly. But <laughs> what I'm saying, I don't care. If you don't want to vote for Warren, don't vote for Warren. Do what you want. I'm just telling Always you. Always do what you want. I'm just but, telling you my viewpoint, yeah. and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover her critically no matter what, even if she is the nominee. But the point is, just like I'll cover Trump critically, I'm going to be equal opportunity. But the point is... Bernie needs to draw these distinctions because right now the media psychops, and it is a psychops against Bernie Sanders. There is a coordinated professional campaign to get this guy out of the race and just totally suck him dry out of support. Why it's so important, the media has been successful in making it seem that Warren is the same as Bernie. And if you're getting the policies you like from Bernie, why don't you go from this nicer, softer version, this happier, happy warrior version of Bernie Sanders he needs to point out she is going to take money in the general. She is essentially going around having hot toadies with the Democratic establishment. She, somebody needs to ask her, are you willing to compromise on Medicare for all as president? Because the way you're talking at these rallies, it's kind of like, oh, we have a runway and an option and a framework. And no, 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 no. And he also needs to point out 
how are you going to get all these plans done? These all these domestic plans cost some money when you just you voted a year ago for a 715 military 715 billion dollar defense budget. We have a defense budget in this country that is greater than the domestic spending budget. How do you get all these domestic plans if you're down with the military industrial complex? One plus one cannot equal 20. Right. So and I also think he needs to point out. I mean, I, I didn't even see this. This is from her book. Her 2004 book even boasted that, quote, we haven't suggested a complete overhaul of the tax structure, and we haven't demanded that businesses seize and desist from ever closing another plant or firing another worker, nor have we suggested that the U.S. should build a quasi-socialist safety net to the rival the European model. This was in her book not so long ago. Remember, she voted for Ronald Reagan twice as an adult. Here, she's essentially talking negatively about the quasi-socialist safety net at our Europe of the European model. This is somebody who believes in Medicare for all. I get that you think people evolve. People evolve when they want to get elected. Yeah, of course. And that's what she's doing. She's saying what she can to get elected. And I don't, I don't like that at all. That's, and But this is my point. What politician isn't doing that? I think that one of the things that definitely happens a lot with politicians, and they say everything and say everything to get what they want, it's a horrible practice. Um, I actually I, I kind of love it. It kind of feels like a reality show sometimes. It's very entertaining, only this is a little bit better. But that's really bad. Um, what I will say is that sort of the last thing that I'll, I will like just kind of put out there is that, you know, I always would I always wanted a politician to be as honest as possible. And unfortunately, and this is the thing that I, I would like I'm going to be more educated on is, is that physically, emotionally and mentally possible? Yeah, it would be nice. His name's Bernie Sanders. And his name's Bernie Sanders. However, the one thing I have, and this is going to blow, this is blow your mind. Bernie Sanders has been in politics a long time. Oh, stop it! And has, and and I'm not saying he is in, in nearly as bad as anybody else. I don't think he is. I actually think he is the best of us. I do believe that. He reminds me of like a, a uncle of mine that you want to go and just have a beer with, and just like that's what. <laughs> I mean, I've already established she's obviously moonwalking away from the things she's claiming she's for. I hope she's challenged during the debates because, honestly, Elizabeth Warren hasn't had a glove laid on her yet by anyone. The moderators have been basically, like, drooling all over her. CNN and MSNBC basically are, are public relations for her. Washington Post is drooling over her. It's pathetic. But I think she's a weak candidate against Donald Trump. You want to know why? Donald Trump is only bailed out electorally if there's somebody else with integrity questions. Yep. That's the only way. Like, I'm not a Hillary Clinton fan, but pretty much anyone on earth could have beat Donald Trump but Hillary Clinton. Because yes. she had all of these corruption and trustworthiness issues. You're going to put somebody who ad after ad. Donald Trump has already $150 million in the bank. You're going to put somebody who you're just going to see these ads Native American, Pocahontas, Native American, Pocahontas, Native American, Pocahontas. There might be more things that come out on uh, places she put down she was the Native American. Can you what, imagine what, what that debate's going to be like? Right. Oh what, what Donald Trump is so good at doing is muddying the waters. He's good at saying, oh, yeah, I'm a little corrupt, but, like, you're going to hire Pocahontas here? You know? You, you can't give somebody. Ugh. You can't. And by the way, not only did she do this when she was younger— then she did a DNA test, which insulted plenty more. 
it, nobody has gone after her in the Democratic primary over it, which I think is a mistake. I frankly think I would like Tulsi Gabbard, frankly, <laughs> to bring it up in the debate. But somebody, I mean, this is a real liability uh, in the general election. The second thing, frankly, you got to pull you got to pull back that those 10, th- that 10% of Obama voters that ended up voting for um, Trump. You got to pull back at least three to five percent of them. Yeah. I don't know if Elizabeth Warren's the person to do that. I think Bernie Sanders is the person to do that. But I don't know if Warren is because a lot of those Rust Belt people aren't attracted to like an academic. Yeah. Who, you know, they're not they're they're more gut instinct people, not like I have a plan for this. Like that's what the blue collar worker wants. They want somebody that they gut instinct connect with. That's why Elizabeth Warren is doing way better among highly educated people making more than $50,000 a year. Those are not the working class. So I think she's the wrong candidate. Can't forget this. Um, where was this? Yeah, I got to say, I- I'm kind of done with Tulsi Gabbard. Hmm. I'm done. This was in an interview with NPR. Uh, yes, I support it. Medicare for all. I prefer to call it Medicare choice where we are ensuring quality health care for all people, regardless of how little they may have in their pocket or their bank account, while maintaining their freedom of choice. If they've got an employer-sponsored plan or union-sponsored plan that they're happy with, they should have the opportunity to do so. So this puts her in the same exact sandbox as Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, um, uh, pretty much every other establishment candidate. Um, She is now for Medicare for all choice whatever that means yeah this medicare for you know i don't know i don't know her motives i've interviewed her my impression of tulsi gabbard was she's genuine i don't think she's as political as elizabeth warren definitely not political as joe biden kamala harris she's obviously got integrity when it comes to uh war and ending the wars and ending military regime uh regime change and all these things so i'm not challenging her uh motives here because i can't get in her head and she, I don't think I wouldn't group her in the same pocket as Warren or, or Biden or these people. My my impression of her, one of the things about her that I and it, the first time I wanted to see more fire because I believe that one of the characteristics to beat Trump is you're going to have to bring the fire to him because he's not going to he's going to try his temper tantrum childish BS in the in a general election debate. I wanted to see more fire from her. I felt like the first couple of debates, she was very reserved and very like trying to be political and very trying to be nice about things. I did like when she handed Harris, or she handed her her ass. She said, I'm, you're not going to walk do over you, me. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I do, of course. She's, like, she's the Arya Stock. Of she Bob. is. She's like rising up. She's becoming it. Because the, the thing is, I want to see more of it. So like you said, if she comes at Warren that way, because Warren's going to be the hot ticket to like knock off the pedestal, if she comes at Warren like that, you look at her and say, wow, you could be something. But I am, and this is the thing, once again, not going to be popular with the audience. I'm going to say it. I think that Harris is going to have a, res- a resurgence. I know it's not popular. I, th- I, I think you're ridiculous. I think I'm, de- uh, I know a lot of people say I'm delusional, but I think that what it is is that she is very, I think her pride's going to take over and she's going to start getting very, like, claws are going to come out, ready to punch, and she's going to... I think that the next debate, you're going to see a lot more fire between everybody. I think yeah. that that's what's going to have to happen. So I like her. I don't think she's as uh, – I don't think she is in the same bucket as Warren as far as political calculation. But I don't I don't know. I, I think she's just wrong. I don't know where she's getting her information. You cannot have Medicare for all and have a vibrant 
private insurance industry. The two things, private insurance cancels out a government system. You have to have, that's why it's called single payer. Now in other countries, there are, with universal healthcare systems, there is something called a private, like there are private doctors. So for people who have a little bit more money, if you don't like the doctors on your government plan, you can go to private doctors. I don't think Bernie Sanders is exterminating or vanquishing private doctors that want to do cash deals or whatever. You know what I mean? But bottom line, I, I think Tulsi Gabbard, uh, uh, truly, maybe she just is getting advice from specific healthcare people that you can have both. You can't because the private health insurance industry at its core is not meant for health insurance. It's meant for profit. So the, the goal of profit and these private insurance companies is not to get people healthy or prevent disease. It's to gorge profits for the next quarterly report. So I don't know why she's moonwalking. I don't know if maybe she's making calculations to be considered for a more establishment candidate's cabinet. It could be. So she's kind of moving away. Also, we have to remember, Tulsi Gabbard grew up in a conservative family, right? So she's progressive like Bernie on a lot of issues. Frankly, she's further left than Bernie when it comes to foreign policy. But it's not completely shocking that she'd be less progressive economically because she grew up in a conservative family. And Hawaii, uh, I'm not going to pretend to know that much about Hawaii politics, uh, but Hawaii, can. there are pockets that are more traditional. Uh, and uh, so I don't know why she's doing this, but I would be a fraud to go after Warren and, and Buttigieg and Harris and then be like, it's okay for her to moonwalk. I don't know what her motivations are. I don't know why she's suddenly moonwalking. All I can say is I'm not voting for somebody that wants this split pea soup. Again, if it was Tulsi Gabbard versus Donald Trump, I'd vote for her in a minute. But it's not. And frankly, she has been uh, uh, a victim of the DNC screw job. She should have been in that last debate. Thankfully, she's going to be in this next debate because her. even though I don't agree with her on the Medicare for all issue, her voice is well, well needed. I'd like to ask, I'd like to see her go after Warren on, you got a plan for everything uh, but the light bulb. How are you going to get any of this done when you're voting for a 715 mil billion military budget? I'd like to hear that because you kind of, I mean, I believe in modern monetary theory, but that's not practice in practice. So you kind of need money to do these things. And you are, you have routinely voted for immoral, massive military budgets that Bernie said he would cut and Tulsi said she would cut. Uh, you also, from what I know, I, I haven't heard Elizabeth Warren say anything about the U.S. trying to topple other, gov other, other governments' leaderships like Venezuela like we're basically trying to set up to do in Iran. So, yeah, I, I disagree with her on Medicare for All. I don't like her moonwalking. I'd like to know why, you know, six months ago she was for Capital M Medicare for All. Now she's not. You know, when Kamala Harris says, oh, I, I heard from the people. I got news for you. I've been around the country. There are not this mosh pit of millions and millions of people being like, oh my God, I need to keep the choice to keep my co-pays, to keep my deductibles, to keep my private employer-based healthcare that's gorging me and raising my rates and all this. I just need the choice for that. No, that's not reality.